Hello and welcome to episode 513 of the LeadCast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Thinky Cooper. Joining me this week is Aiden Frost Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Blue Basket Sweat. Back to back Tuesdays. Yo, on this week, uh, we have got a lot, not that much to talk about, actually. I thought about it. Yeah, we've got a couple new patrons, got a little bit of LeadCast news. Um, we've got a tiny bit of new news, which kind of qualifies as LeadCast news, but no real news otherwise. Um, we've got one story that was uh, kindly left to us. Uh, no competitive league section, so we're just going to round it out with Roundtable and Melfight. It should be a fun uh, fun show. Um, but before we get into that, Aiden, how was your week? Were you here last My week? My was good. Uh, was I on the last episode? Yeah, I think you were here last week. You weren't here the week before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, I didn't play like any league this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, just been busy. We're uh, actually we get our new place tomorrow. I think we're moving in on Saturday officially, though. But uh, exciting! It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. Um, outside of that, though, I played zero league. Uh, I play. I've been playing probably the most out of us on the preseason. But fuck, I've just played none this past week. I'm um, getting a little bit burnt out of normal games. Um, but overall, it's been pretty fun, I think. Uh, I did play through Halo Infinite this week, though, uh, because I fucking love Halo. And that game has a mechanic that makes it a great game, but also made me probably enjoy less of it, but made me enjoy it more. Mm. So I love movement in games. I think good movement is like the best thing. That's why Apex Legends is my favorite uh, Battle Royale game, because the movement in Apex Legends is fucking crazy, right? It's just an awesome mm-hmm. game. Halo Infinite has a grappling hook. Oof. Um, and you can grapple on anything and then you can like uh, bunny hop out of it into a slide. And then by the time your slide's done, you can bu- you can grappling hook again. Um, oh. So I just spent the entire game just going past every set of enemies unless I had to fight them because <laughs> the movement is so fucking sick. <laughs> so I finished the game right so quick. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, but it, the, it's like one of those things where it's like I probably got less out of the game, but I enjoyed it more because it felt good to move like that so uh either way that game is fun as fuck it mechanically just feels so clean it, oh fuck dude just the shooting and stuff feels so good in that game that being said the storyline i mean everyone kind of knows the last couple of halos have kind of blown cock in the yeah. story department i'm not going to spoil the story but this game very much felt like a like we hear you about those other games oh. <laughs> and just kind of like i'm not going to say retcon just everything but like kind of just went nah this will make it better and it just feels like weird to devote entire narrative to fixing other games narratives mm-hmm. that weren't good uh, maybe, maybe I, I also haven't been like a huge halo fan since like halo 3 so maybe mm-hmm. i'm maybe i'm misunderstanding the enjoyment of the other games. yeah you don't understand the story that's all yeah it's just weird there's some there's some there's some interesting choices either way, it was a lot of fun uh and mechanically it, i i think i enjoy it a lot more than every other halo i play and i, I love halo wow. 3 but you can't you can't Halo 3 just doesn't work in modern FPS now because, like, the movement's so slow. There's no sprint. Mm. There's no anything. And we've just been bombarded by games with so many fucking sick movement options that playing Halo 3 feels so fucking sluggish now. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that Halo Infinite's, like, movement and the way it feels feels as good as any other, like, as good as Halo 3, if not better. So, Did you play any Tribes Ascend back in the day? No, I know you guys were super into it, though. Well, forever. so I, I played very little of it. Warren played a ton. 
like a ton and i yeah I, I i tried it a little bit because of how much she liked it and would rave about it and i do have to say man the movement in that game is so stupidly fun um yeah and like nick i don't know if you're familiar aiden but like the the mechanic of it is super simple in that like you have a little bit of like a jetpack but that that doesn't give you much mm. and then you just have a toggle to basically turn friction off for your character oh and so what you do <laughs> is you just like get on top of a hill turn off friction slide down shoot up in the air and like jetpack yourself a little higher and then just look for another hill to like ramp down That's really and like weird. continue going and so you'll get these just ridiculously fast speeds at a certain point yeah. Um, on top of Dude, like, good movement feels sick though. <laughs> yeah, and then like some of the weapons are just like slowly lobbed through the air, so like you'll have people going faster than projectiles out of weapons. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. For 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 all of all of its shortcomings, I've been watching a lot of um, uh, Battlefield. What is it? Twenty forty two. Twenty whatever the fuck it is. The new Battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> and and I won't say it looks like like a good game. But boy, the movement feels looks like it feels really clean. Donkey's like, video uh, and it's really funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I see. It's yeah, just comparing I've, the trailer to like in-game shit is so mm-hmm. funny. Oh, I did see that. That was really funny. Yeah, that was really funny. But like they added a um, uh, what do they call those? Like uh, squirrel suits, like flying <laughs> like squirrel little, suits like, or whatever. Lighter suits. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's perfect because like it suddenly you know you're not stuck up on a building with just a little parachute. You can you yeah. Know, take that to uh take that momentum that was cool but um not like tribes i guess <laughs> not not as fast yeah. man you gotta go through you gotta go going to mach four before you can go pick up the enemy flag yeah 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 that's kind of all i've done like video game wise this week though it was a lot of fun i want to play more of it um but yeah it's been it's been really fun uh what about you colton um so i, I played a little bit of league of legends this week i think i played like five Ooh. or six games new corky um i did i did play uh, a game on the new ridiculous ass corky build <laughs> um where's where's the hotfix because it needs it yeah it seems really insane it's... i don't know like what it, it feels almost like a path of exile style uh conversion where like i i know you guys don't know what it means but um you can really break a lot of things by converting your damage type in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it feels like quirky, like the build shouldn't be doing as much damage as it does, but he's like converting AD to AP, like somehow, like, yeah. in, in, like uh, uh, in a way that was not intended. I don't know. I obviously yeah. don't think that's the case, but boy, is it strong. Well, I think part of it is also the interaction with um, Hydra because like mm-hmm. it it makes his abilities proc it which like i know that that's a thing that they intended it to do but like if you hit a rocket on like a group of three people and then all three of them get like an aoe that hits the other two like that's really dumb i think and I, I think so each, I, or go ahead i i think the way um uh tm or the hydra like passive works is i think you can only get hit by one cleave Okay. I don't. Huh. I don't think that you can like cleave off of a cleave, mm-hmm. like so to speak. Yeah. No. Okay. That that would make sense. But even then, like, I think that 
I I don't know how it interacts with Muramana, but like it says damaging yeah. abilities procket. So like does the, the the hit of the rocket and the hit of the cleave and the hit of the Ludens, like yeah. it, it seems like something has to be happening there for it to do as much yeah. damage as it does. Um but I mean it is it is really fun even mm-hmm. though it's way busted like i want them to to remove it because i prefer playing old, old like crit quirky but um I'll, I'll probably play it a few more times before it gets nerfed to the ground um i played a, a game as vain with lethal tempo um wow it's pretty crazy how fucked 80 carries are when you give them more range <laughs> Uh, Vane's Vane the best specifically sure. is I think she's mm. the best character in the game at the moment after uh, crown nerfs. Yeah, uh, she's crazy. She's she has actually a insane. very high win rate. <laughs> yeah, I played as Vane and I played against uh, Jinx one game with it, who had like a Lulu, and so that was pretty wild too because she just got to do whatever she wanted. Yeah, because her range with lethal tempo plus rockets was you know it was crazy uh and then i played one game as zillion with the new crown um hey zillion was hard to pretty pretty hard to kill without that item um <laughs> good luck now <laughs> yeah um freak put out a video about sleeper op builds i'm not sure if you saw that at all and zillion was one of his um characters on his like sleeper OP interesting champs thing it... right now oh did he have a specific build for it or just champs uh let me quickly like pick, go over to it um it, he has. I, I have it pulled be up right surprised here. if it was a pretty standard build. It so might... you just go airy, flash, TP, or exhaust. Mm-hmm. Um, build is um, Archangels, Cosmic Drive, Hat, Banshees, Zonias. Um, I think really? he mostly said that like he's uh, a really good pick into assassins right now, and his mid mid to late game is like fucked. And also like surviving the early game currently in the meta is like relatively. Um, like easy what mythic um, did you say yeah did he say a mythic uh did i have one let me see sorry mythic I, I would imagine it's oh it's everfrost sorry yeah. okay yeah he says it he has it like, oh listed. I, generally I, everfrost I, was the go-to i feel like crown yeah. is is better <laughs> yeah, yeah it's situational i mean everfrost lets you stun one character for like 10 seconds but so does your e <laughs> true true but then you get to um you get to go with your icy True. Uh, ability. Um, yeah, it, it just to, just to quickly run down his characters, by the way. So he has 10 characters that he thinks uh, are OP based on, like, stat lines and, like, st- uh, just stats, like, for characters and stuff like that. It's Top Zack, uh, AP Bruiser, Shivana, um, Trinity Force, Jungle Hecarim, Zillion Mid, Corky Mid, Samira Bot, Karthus Bot, Ari Support, and Senna Carry Bot. Is he playing the same Samira that I that I've been? Playing? Yeah, so he he's a big sim, sim for Samira. He's been posting a lot on Twitter, but I think once again, for, I think Freak's one of the smartest people. I think mm-hmm. his patch rundowns are fucking better than any patch rundown there is. Um, I learn so much every single time I like watch one. Um, he's pretty well saying that people are building her wrong, and you have to build her. People are playing her as like an early game bully, whereas like you have to play her as a scaling character that can build off tank items. Um, and I mean, it makes sense. Like he shows her like win rate with these builds, and like they look good and stuff. <laughs> but then he does stuff like he goes and posts on Twitter and goes, "Hum, look at this." And it's a, a, a thing where like the enemy jungler and enemy mid were like turbo fed in his game, but he still like carried the game twenty seven hours as Samira or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, building like a tank Samira build. And it's like, yeah, but it's also like D three is still high. Don't get me wrong, D three is high low, but you're also playing D three uh, full stack in flex. <laughs> and it's like I don't know if that's a full like 
like this kid is this is this is good now but i do think that yeah. there is merit to saying like people are so, building her wrong um i, I agree there's no um I, i've definitely tried this in several arams and i i don't think it's bad um i assume you just go like gore drinker um ravenous hydra things like that death Stamp. i think he still goes shield bow but um really like in that in that game where like the enemy characters were fed which is like a game where typically you'd say 80 carries can't carry this game he built shield bow um collector infinity edge wits end death stance um <laughs> okay <laughs> there's maybe there's zero I mean, collector's tank fine in, in that there. game yeah, I mean, like, well, what's like they're off tank items, right? Like, I guess, Shield yeah. Bow is an off tank item. Death Stance is an off tank item. Wit's End is an off tank item. Uh, like that's that's what I mean by like that. I mean, I mean, um, it makes sense. Yeah. She needs to be a little bit tankier than like a Caitlyn, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I think the the point he's trying to get at is like one that you know you're not going super early game, and that the the strength of Samira is really 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 in the prolonged fight so it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how much damage your first three or four autos do what matters is that you get off 12 autos yeah and, you know whatever abilities um the other thing that he does mention a lot in there just to like give his point more thing is that he goes into green tree as a secondary um picking up like bone plating and revitalize and he also almost always goes either barrier or exhaust as a second uh summoner spell as 80 carry yeah i would 100 percent. i think exhaust is op uh and it's yeah, much it, better than heal and his main point is like it's every single fucking comment like I, I think that his tweet was a little bit silly but like the way that people respond is also terrible people go yeah well you're building pseudo tank items and you're taking exhaust no shit you can do this it's like yeah every 80 carry can fucking do this but no one is that's the point is like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man it's it's like the people who are you know you're only at you know you're only you only got master because you abused tom kench yeah okay so so that's weird because i see that you were playing tom kench and you're silver four <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just like everyone right. has access to the same things like saying that like well, you're making Samira good because you're taking Exhaust and Exhaust OP. Well, it's like, but you can also take Exhaust. That's the point, though. Is yeah, like you're, people are playing these characters not properly. You're playing well and making good choices. How dare yeah. you? you that's, that, that's his kind of point. Is that you can make decisions in game that make these characters better, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I think there's tons of merit to that. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that if Freak will do that that thing. I think his tweet is a really good example of it, where he will have like done the analysis to back up his stance. Yeah. And then he'll go and he'll post a tweet like that where the point he's making is right, but the yeah. evidence he's presenting beside it is complete bullshit. But what he was has the MSI real one? evidence. <laughs> he's, got, like, he's got the spreadsheet saved on his yeah. desktop probably. But then he goes and he posts like, but look at this one game that I did really well. To, to be fair, he also had a <laughs> Rumble Jungle not yeah, that's, being, that's what I mean. Like meta defining, but still, like his uh, his point is like he had stats to back that up. Yeah, go, yeah, like, yeah. You can at least present an argument, but then like presenting an argument is great. He always has stats to back it up, which I think is awesome, and it like helps to define your argument and stuff like that. But then you go, well, and statistically, if you dis <laughs> you don't include all these yeah. games that I've just randomly decided not to include, it shows a different story. Yeah. And it's like, okay, man, that's so weird. Like, but I think he's a brilliant guy. I think if you want analytical content uh, from League of Legends, Freak probably has some of the best on absolutely just in uh, League of Legends right now. Yeah, the man knows numbers like no one else. Mm -hmm. oh, except well, for, there's one except more for Unique, the accountant, whose we, we skipped over. And I say here. Samira bad. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need get a, I We're kind of still in the mid, beginning of our show, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Whatever. Um, he did have one more thing in his patch rundown where he's talking about Caitlyn, how they made Caitlyn's headshots fire out faster after regular attacks now mm-hmm. or whatever because it feels better. Um, he talked a lot about how, like, not only do characters have to be good, but they also have to feel good to play. Yep. Yep. Um, and he talks about Vi, and this is so fucking interesting. So Vi, when you auto attack, you go auto attack, auto attack, auto attack, auto attack. But if you use your Vi's E, um, her like empowered punch, she punches immediately. Like no matter what, she'll punch immediately, right? It's an auto auto um, mm-hmm. like reset. But even though that's made her stronger by her being able to have an auto reset, people in playtest made said it felt worse because you go auto attack, auto attack. Uh, empowered auto attack really fast and then you go back to your regular auto attack speed so it felt like your regular oh. auto attack that came out after your empowered auto attack slow. felt like just dog shit even though it was regular speed huh. um so they had to in the back end make her auto attack after empowered e like 10 percent come out 10 percent quicker um than regular Weird. auto attacks so it's like auto attack auto attack empowered e 10% quicker auto attack and then back to regular auto attack because it felt like shit to have regular attack speed after you got your empowered thing. That's crazy. Like, that's so crazy. That, like that their game League of Legends is so much about feel of like how your characters yeah. function and shit like that. I mean that's, that, that, I just that's like stories one of the like sole, that are so fucking crazy. One of the sole reasons like Yasuo is the most popular character in the yeah. game, right? Like it <laughs> actually goes and talk about that since release. <laughs> like, yeah, Yasuo's not OP. He's just fucking fun to play, and he feels yeah. really good to play. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's about the schmovement, Aiden. You said it earlier. Yeah. I get yeah. to sw- like slide through twenty minions. OP fun character. I mean, that's like yeah. honestly the biggest draw to like to dead cells, in my opinion. Yeah, like I don't I don't know if the gameplay is necessarily fun, but holy shit, the movement in that game is so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, movement sick, dude. I. And- I- Forgot to finish the rest of my week. Yeah. Oh, sure. sorry, man. Yeah, we cut you off a couple times. <laughs> no, you're, hey, you're good. And then I cut myself off by trying to hand it over to Nick. Um, so <laughs> that, that was that was my League of Legends this week. Uh, I've been playing a lot of TFT. I'm I'm getting into this set again. Um, so I I'm probably gonna be playing a lot up till up up till the the mid set and after. Um, gonna be doing a little bit on stream tonight after legends but that's pretty well my whole week so now i will hand it over to (laughs) nick the numbers guy cooper yo um let's see what did i do this week you published your numbers tier list what's the best number three is the best number why good choice uh i just like that number it's cool um (laughs) special shout out to uh the number two which is fucking dope as well Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and the number nine which i learned is like actually one of the coolest numbers uh ever Do, if any um fuck what was it i think it's any i think like, it's any multiple of nine you could put a nine in it yeah any digit and, mm-hmm. just shove it in there and it's still another multiple of nine yeah yeah any anything that is divisible by nine you can put another nine in at any location and it will still be divisible by nine that's super cool um and very very nerdy uh but Let's see. Uh, I played a lot of um, Spellbook, actually. Uh, game mode is, is pretty fun when I don't get flamed for being D1 and playing <laughs> a fun game mode. Um, especially, what gets me is, like, at least have the, the the gall to play ranked. Like, if you're unranked, don't yeah. talk to me. That's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Don't talk about ranked, at least. That's, 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 yeah. that's the big one. Um, or at least just don't talk shit in general. Just, that's I mean, it's so yeah. easy. It's a video game. Like. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I... Uh, I started playing um, Rune King, 
mm-hmm. and I I somehow bugged out the game with the very first fight out of the tutorial, I guess. Yeah. Um, where the person didn't appear, so I was just wandering around for an hour, like losing every single fight that I got in because I was too underleveled. Like, uh, very frustrating. But I finally got it. I felt yeah. extremely dumb. Like, oh, I'm just terrible at the game. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So hopefully, uh, I'll I'll get to play some more this week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, it's uh, it's it's good. Um, and that's it for my week. So let's get uh, on with the show, I guess. Uh, we've got two new patrons. Shout out to Zyra is my champ and Harry Spanker for your support on Patreon. We appreciate it very much. Uh, do we have any leadcast news? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, we will. I guess we're gonna probably just in our weekly section just talk about like mm-hmm. a little bit of what we're gonna do at the end of the month. Um, but as for actual leadcast news. New Zed Talks will be out in a couple weeks on YouTube if you're not a $1 patron. If not, you can go to our Patreon, and it's already up there. Uh, we'll be recording our uh, last one, our Zed episode, um, sometime in the next like week or two. So uh, if you're not a $1 patron, it's the best time to join. You got, uh, what, how many, char- 20, <laughs> how many characters? <laughs> I was going to ask how many letters are in the alphabet. <laughs> you have, uh, well, I know we doubled up on a couple of them, so it's like yeah. 24 episodes. Or something. It's like two years worth of uh, content that you can mm-hmm. get for $1. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah. Go to or our if Patreon. you got like a fatty Christmas bonus this year, you could even be a Tumo. That'd be kind of <laughs> Tumo. Or kind of hot. I think I yeah. think Tumos are pretty hot, right? Or you could be a yeah. Threemo and just uh, make it rain on everybody. Oh my yeah. god! But um, yeah, that's kind of like guest news, though. Yeah, and then uh, you know we're still doing patron shows afterwards, uh, so we're going to um, spoiler. Our January episode will be us fixing the champions that they released this past year. Uh, so we yeah. will un twenty twenty one. Uh, champion them and yep. uh, balance them a little bit. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's, let's just take away a bunch of mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> we, we turned Sona into like a 25 button machine gun mage <laughs> and then we, we take Ophelios and we say no. He gets one gun. Oh, Everything to be fair, else exactly the same. The, one gun. To be fair for Ophelios, <laughs> for Ophelios I, think we, I think we did give him guns based on the, moon, the, like, the actual moon cycle though. <laughs> <laughs> like i think we did go all out for 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 some of the characters um but yeah let's let's go ahead and talk about our our end of the month slash end of the year plans um i can't remember which which week it was gonna be if you guys could oh yeah me. so um next week we're gonna do a regular show um we probably are gonna switch recordings to the tuesday which is the well today's the 14th spoiler on uh, mm-hmm. next week will be the 21st um just works has has worked out better for us for like the yeah. last three weeks um and the reality is it doesn't really make too much difference also patches come out on tuesday which makes it a day quicker to get uh patch videos out and talking about patch so it's more relevant content yeah but we missed um, the hot fixes the day later <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right um but then um on the 28th because it's like kind of between christmas and new year's like kind of time we're probably going to pre-record a uh shorter kind of fun lead cast episode um probably won't be that long maybe like a half an hour and the gist of it is going to be talking about our plans for um patreon league cast kind of just our 2022 in general uh the upcoming year so we have a lot of things kind of in the pipeline uh some at them at zero percent all the way through completion mm-hmm. some of them maybe closer to actually being launched so uh, we'll kind of go through that for maybe like half an hour uh if we have any extra emails we'll also maybe read those as well but it'll be like a pretty short show on the 28th um just like kind of league cast related and stuff so yeah um awesome is it 
Yeah, yeah I think that's it. I believe that brings us into five stories. Yeah, starry. We got one from Smarties Max. He said, best podcast out there. The best old school RuneScape podcast out there. Love when they talk about Slayer and doing raids. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, Smarties, I'm going to say Slayer is one of the worst skills in the game. That's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> it's hey Nick, trash. Do you wanna, it's so bad. Do you want to go out in the wildy with me? I can show you a, a really cool thing. Only uh, if you let me trim your armor as payment. Yeah. Uh, after we're done, I will absolutely no, before. trim my armor. <laughs> okay. After after we're done. No, before. I'll see you out there. <laughs> Uh, so again, thank you, Smarties Max. And uh, if you haven't gone out and sent us a, a five-star review, g- get out there. We need the starries. Riot will cancel us if we don't get enough starries. <laughs> um, I think that sends us to competitive league. Is anything happening? Nothing, man. It's Not fucking weird. dry. Yeah. I, other than like some rosters being announced, but we'll probably like be the week before yeah, week LCS before. and LEC start. We'll maybe mm-hmm. like go through some roster shit. It's just like it's not fun to every single week say one new thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, Especially so. when a lot of those things are still like, like um rumors, yeah, pending mm-hmm. or yeah. Even if they are like set, they could still change. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be fun. We'll talk about that before, uh, maybe before the lock-in tournament. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Let's move into roundtable then. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, last week's roundtable question was, what's one aspect of League of Legends that you think you're really good at? We got some responses from our Twitter, from our Facebook, from our Twitter. Uh, we got one from Alex, and he said, shit-talking my DOQ partner uh, when they steal my Penta. Uh <laughs> That is a classic. Um, Randy said, uh, playing all five lanes poorly. Classic. Um, Bros have said, running it down. And Michael from Lola said, uninstalling it. He is the, he is the, he's really good at uninstalling league. It's like something that he's like, he's nailed. Any percent. <laughs> Anything goes wrong, it, it's over. It, it's gone. Um, but yeah. He programmed a macro on his keyboard to do it for him. Yeah. Um, from our actual Facebook, Matt said losing, Brandon said inting, and Noah said right-clicking the classics. And then from our actual Discord, I had some pulled up. Hopefully, I still have them pulled up. Yes, I do. Uh, Sharko said strong mental. It takes uh, a lot for the game to get to me, much like everything else in life, uh, which is a really, really good answer. Mountain Drew said, I think I'm good at it. Uh working too hard and not taking enough breaks <laughs> um and then last but not least we got from uh one from jacko and he said i think i'm really good at farming highlights for sickest plays in normal games on my bronze three account that is something to be uh that's a really good talent man that's the best way to get yourself into montage is just play on lower yellow accounts and just style and people <laughs> people have made youtube careers out of that <laughs> oh for sure yeah um anyways though next uh next week's round ta- or this week's roundtable question is uh, I have it written down somewhere. Where is my section? Here it is. There, you uh, have it in the dock. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't see where the section was. Uh, what okay. is your main want for Christmas? Hmm. So are you asking your main champion or what's yeah. my main desire for Christmas? <laughs> I guess that, yeah. What, is, <laughs> what's your, what does your main champion want hmm. for Christmas? So I have to pick a gift for Zillion? Yeah, yeah. What? What, what doesn't he have? Yeah, he kind of has been alive forever. Zillion, I, I'm, I'm going to not say Zillion. I'm going to go with Corky since he's OP right now. 
Um, to be absolved was, of his war crimes. <laughs> I was going to say he wants to forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wants to, to forget all of the people he's rained hot phosphorus <laughs> down onto <laughs> and filled Yikes. with shrapnel. Yikes. Um, hmm. I'll, I'll say, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, maybe. What's the on a lot? I don't, I'm, th- I'm thinking, cause I was going to say like, not a white Christmas because then the sun won't be out, but maybe the sun's out and it's still cold, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice I, day. Well, that's... actually that would almost, if it's, a, if it's a nice snowy Christmas, it's going to be more sun cause you get the sun from above and the reflection from underneath. Mm. Mm, that's how you get uh cheek, sunburn cheeks. Yeah. That's how they'll get you. <laughs> um, how about a uh, piece between the uh, Solari and Lunari? It's a very funny answer, I know. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you should have said, like, uh, a high SPF suntan lotion. Oh, that's a good answer. How about some sunglasses? Yeah. It's a really nice pair of sunglasses for, for Leo. <laughs> Aiden, what does Tom Kench want? So, this is something I actually want in game. Um, so, you know how they have they have skins for characters? Everyone knows that. You know how they have chromas <laughs> for characters? Everyone knows that. I want accessories for characters Ooh. so like instead of switching out my skin i don't want to play arcana tom kench i want to play tom kench but then i switch out his hat so like this time i can have like maybe like a visor this game i can have like maybe like a, a cowboy hat um maybe i can have like a backwards baseball cap maybe i can just have a dad mm-hmm. cap um i think getting tom Appreciate kench for uh, for christmas uh, a new hat would be wonderful but i think this is also something that could easily be put into game uh, you can have any sort of hat variation that you can even dream of. And uh, I think it's Are you just describing TF2 at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're really going back to the TF2 model where we're just going to start selling Sell hats. hats. Yeah. That being said, Tom Kent would be such a good character for Honestly. it. Honestly. Yep. Ugh. I just think you could do that for a lot of characters. And instead oh, yeah. of it being a new skin, it could literally just be something small and yeah. people would buy that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aiden, here's, here's a pitch. I think... I think giving Tom Kench different hats is is got to be in like the top three percent of options here. Mm-hmm. I've got one more pitch for you where okay. you get to just give Jax a bunch of non weapons, where it's just like <laughs> you get to buy like a balloon sword or a pool yeah. noodle or just like just a whole bunch of weird like a like a salmon. He's just beating you over the head with a salmon. Unless <laughs> I'm smoking something, they made Jax lore, so he it's not that. Yeah, he's I don't like think it's that anymore. Strong. Which it's, is it's, crazy. it's not, it's not, but still, he carries the lamppost that now has got, like, Icathian fire so he can fight the void. Yeah. But, Lame. still, it'd be so funny, man. I just want to give Jax a bunch of weird weapons, but still have the exact same sound effect. So when he's, <laughs> yeah. like, beating you over the head with a baguette, you still get that rubber nice, chicken. meaty thonk. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. You should get nice. Tom Kench a big, uh, big tongue scraper so he doesn't have... That'd be really breath. good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, our this week's roundtable question. If you want to tell us who you, what your main champion would want for Christmas, you can hit us up on our Facebook page, our Twitter at Leakcast. Send us an email at mail leakcastpodcast.com or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash leakcast. Yeah, and if you want to know what you could get your friends and family in real life for Christmas, has our sponsor got the thing for you? That's mm-hmm. right, guys. Manscaped is back again. And... They're going to come at you with the performance package with the amazing Lawnmower 4.0. It's got the ceramic, no cuts, no nicks technology, really sleek, smooth packaging. It's got a light on it, really good battery life. 
Um, and with our promo with them, you can get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code LEADCAST. Do you guys have any uh, anyone you're thinking of getting some, some Manscaped products for this year? I, I was thinking about like my dad would like like the nose hair trimmer. I, I think the nose yeah. hair trimmer is actually such a such an awesome dad gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Nick, and Nick Cooper is the the the, the dadliest of non the dad the dad who needs it. <laughs> I, I just think it's a very like not offensive uh, gift that you can get someone that they would probably just appreciate. Uh, as well, yeah, nice it's just nose good quality trimmer? too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it even says here in the copy the dads can't stop talking about it and the teens secretly buy it. The women Hell, will yes. love you for it. So yeah. if you want your dad and women to love you, buy them both the nose. Wait a minute, that's not. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> buy Honestly, your girlfriend the nose hair trimmer and see how it goes. Thinking about it for myself, Savannah made fun of my nose hair today. That's yeah. so mean. Dude. That's really messed up. She said yeah, it was like a that's, spider. That's, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, you could prevent that if you got the weed whacker 4.0 and trimmed those nose hairs. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't get any cuts or nicks, and it would be Aww. a really high quality project product that you could get for 20% off and free shipping Jeez. by going to oh, yeah. manscaped.com with the code LEADCAST. And you'd be the ballsiest gift giver to yourself with Manscaped. Nice. Thank you once again to Manscaped. Yeah, Hashtag smooth. And we'll move into mail fight with that. Our first email is from Spicy. Hi, everyone. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Action has been out for a while now, but apart from myself, I don't see anyone playing him. I also don't see much discussion about him on the League subreddit. What do you guys think about Action now that he's been out for several months? Also, everyone talks about wanting to see Ionia or Demacia as the focus for a League of Legends show, but have you guys considered a show about Kassadin? I think it would be really interesting to see a, a show that jumps between his past as a guide and to a present where he is uh, cashing in all the favors he's done in order to gear himself to fight the Void. I think uh, uh, of any lead character, he has the most interesting stories, and he's just a regular guy, as he's just a regular guy who's taking on Lovecraftian creatures. I love the show and listen to it every week. Keep up the fantastic wor- uh, work. Spicy. Uh, I think Cassidy would be a great character. Uh, my only concern about the way you pitched it is maybe you need a little bit of background knowledge getting into it. Um, unless they did a really good job fleshing that out. Um, but I think it'd have to be longer than like the six episodes, you know, that uh, Arcane got. Yeah. So was it six or was it nine? It was nine, right? Uh, It was, yeah, it was nine. Yeah, it was three yeah. A, a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think it'd have to be a little bit longer than that just to flesh out like the, the background characters as well as like the, past his past as a guide but i think that sounds super sick i mean there's so much they can do there are so many outlets they can take mm-hmm. it's i i think ultimately all, all of this is everyone wants more and more and more and like even though everyone has something they might say they want first it's like yes but that also but the other comment i want that too and and that one and that one and that one can you make 12 seasons of content every year. Just more of everything. Yeah. 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 So, um, it's and good. Then, yeah. Akshan, what are you guys, what are your thoughts? I haven't played him much like any character that's come out in the last two years. I don't think I've uh, played. I think I've played the most out of any of us. Aiden, I think you had me beat early, but I think you have, I have you beat now. I think he's a fantastic character. He's designed super well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his revive ended up being a nothing problem. Uh, that yeah. everyone overreacted to before it even came out. Um, there are a lot of pl- 
players who play action. Um, if you are looking for like a streamer or YouTuber, uh, I really like watching uh, Drew Toots video um, videos on YouTube. He also streams. Uh, probably one of the funniest streamers. Um, plays a lot of action. Makes him look giga busted, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think action's fun. I think he's a great character. Um, uh, hey, play more. He's pretty hard, but if you get good at him, yeah. he's like insane. He lost yeah. skill expression. Definitely. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Spicy. Absolutely. On to the next email from Cynixis. So last week I've been or so this last week I've been struggling on League with my top lane selection. I was going through a bunch of characters, but then I just told myself, wait. Why am I playing all of these champions when I already know one? The next day, I dedicated it to Aurelia and did really good. I think I've learned the hard way to not switch around champions that much. Also, had a question not related to League, uh, and that was, what are you, your guys' favorite book series or book? Today, I just hit the last 100 pages from the end of my favorite book series, The Throne of Glass, and wondered what books you guys have read. Also, manga counts. Sorry, not sorry for long email and the rambling. Cynixis. Hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, we, we talk about it all the time that if you're constantly changing characters around, you're not going to perform a- as well on any of them as you could if you played multiple games of it in a row or, or played it very often. Um, you know, it's it's always going to be a balance between the fun of, of playing different characters, because there is a lot of fun to, to mixing it up and playing different champs, um, versus wanting to win as much as possible, where then your best bet is to just play one character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- there's a reason, like, challenger players typically are, like, pro players uh, on the level the same level as pro players or like one to two tricks, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, as for favorite books, um, I mean, I haven't read a ton of books. Uh, I, do you know how to read Nick? Uh, barely <laughs> just mail okay. fights. If you said, you know, if you uh-huh. send anything to mail fight, I'll, I'm able to read it. But outside of that, yeah. I'm not. Did you like, um, Clifford, the big red dog? Is that your favorite book? Uh, I actually don't know what that is. We have not received an oh. email about it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you don't you don't have an answer for his question? No, I mean I do. I've I've read a little bit of The Witcher, uh, the first book. Uh, it's been pretty good. My favorite book of all time is uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Um, but I mean that's not like a incredibly complex read or anything like that. Um, I just enjoy it. Okay, Aiden, do you have a, a favorite? Book <laughs> so I haven't series? read like an actual book in forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been I did audiobooks when I was like going to school a bunch, but mm-hmm. what I've been reading recently is fucking manga, uh, and it's not very often. But I've been reading Boruto and My Hero Academia, and hey. God, both those series have taken me on loops, man. Boruto is so bad, and then sometimes gets gets really cool, and then sometimes <laughs> gets awful, and then sometimes gets really cool again. Um, wouldn't recommend. Uh, and then My Hero Academia, uh, it's, I thought, I, I think that series is dog shit overall, by the way. So sorry if anyone's <laughs> a huge fan of that. Um, I, Nick, I have oh. the same thing where it's like, they're all children, so you can't, there's zero stakes, so they're not going to kill a child. That's my main issue. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm firmly of the opinion now that like, at, at least in, in like a, a shonen type show, yeah. like people have to die. If people don't yeah. die, it's not a good show. Yeah. I think that's a good baseline. Uh, and then, 
so but the, but then it was getting so sick because uh, spoilers for 30 seconds if you like i'm not gonna actually spoil anything i'm not gonna give characters or anything like that uh but just like general spoilers for like a minute uh this is from like 50 chapters ago as well so if you're reading the manga it's not spoilers but um they got to the point where it's starting to get gritty and there's a character who can take quirks and put them in other people uh which is a cool are, thing and they can put multiple quirks, quirks like in powers. person yeah, like yeah. the power-ups or whatever, okay. right? So there's this one character who I'm like, who gives a fuck? It's another villain that they just randomly introduced who's actually a good person who's, like, turned or whatever, right? And they're, like, really, really strong, and they have, like, this sniper ability, and they're, like, kind of cool, but who cares? They got introduced right now. I don't care if they win or lose. Who, who gives a fuck to me? Um, and then, you know how in Naruto, Naruto, like, always talks to villains and eventually turns them, mm-hmm. and that's, like, his strongest power? He just, like, talks to them, and they like, oh, I was completely wrong about all my ways. Fucking Deku starts doing that to this character, and I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck, man. They introduce this, this character, and then five chapters later, they're trying to turn them good. I don't give a fuck if this character is, kills anyone or dies or whatever. Um, and then they did this thing where the the bad guy had put a quirk in them to explode them holy shit <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like wait this show is so sick this this, this manga is insane right because it's just like i'm like oh he's gonna fucking like talk no jutsu his fucking way into making this character that i don't give a fuck turn good and then they just completely subverted my expectations like holy fuck this shit's crazy nice. uh but na- then it's been dog shit since then so uh <laughs> yeah that, i don't that, know man that's... it's just like it's so bad also, one of my biggest pet peeves with like media, I don't want the bad guy to to turn good. I think it's such yeah, a, it's, such a cop out, especially through like just a conversation. Mm-hmm. That they yeah. drop their entire like life's plan because someone talked good into them. But oh. it's only because the hero did, not because any yeah. of the like millions of people that they've slaughtered did. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's it's normally not done properly, right? Like. A redeeming villain arc can be a really good thing, right? Like, redeeming a villain can be done very well. Yeah, for sure. But, like, you have to build up so much more Mm -hmm. than most series or media, I'll just say, is willing to set up. Where it's like, okay, well, we need to know why that character is evil or, let's just say, a bad guy. Like, we, we need to know what caused that, like we need to have a good sense of like who they are and their thought process. And then we have to have like reasonable understanding of like what changes. I think the um, yeah. only, sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Oh, well, I was going to say like, I think an example of a really well done, like villain redemption arc uh, is in my favorite young adult kids show, uh, Avatar the Last Airbender with Zuko, <laughs> where like he was evil because he had a highly traumatic childhood and was like chasing after the impossible expectations of his father who he then like grew up into an adult and realized wait my dad's an abusive shithead i don't have to prove anything to him i'm just going to be a good person right like that's that's an arc that makes sense not that like oh i was trying to genocide for 20 years but then naruto said believe it and now i'm a good guy (laughs) is is zuko the main villain in that that particular like arc yeah okay he's he's the main like driving villain that you see a lot of like there are other bad characters but Mm -hmm. he's the one you really get to like see and and learn about and again like they they take the time with that arc of him starting as like the primary like antagonist yeah. mm-hmm. and then eventually working his way like onto the team and helping this is, them. so this is this is a little off topic 
Can, can I also name the last pet peeve? Like my my yeah. Uh, I hate I hate when there's a hero sacrifice and they come back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the specific example that drives me fucking insane is <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy One, where Groot kills himself to save everyone else. But then there's a little Groot and he's fine. Yeah. I don't care that he's a tree and it makes sense. I don't care. I now on a second watch through, guess what? That that moment means nothing. I thought nothing. you were gonna say fucking Dragon Ball Z anytime that Goku dies. Every time because it's yeah. always done as a sacrifice and then it ever it always means nothing. <laughs> Except for Every that one time, time anyone where dies he killed himself and then brought himself back to life <laughs> with Shoots a key fucking blast. key blast into the sky before he dies, so it revives the <laughs> dog shit show. Holy shit. um so with that i'll I'll jump into a couple of my favorite book series i think you (laughs) guys brought up a good point of having to build up legitimate stakes for things because if there if there aren't actual stakes for a lot of conflicts and like if it's a story that doesn't involve major stakes it's it's fine right like if you're watching like konosuba let's say yeah like i don't expect them to ever kill off Mm -hmm. a character because it's just a silly fun show yeah. And that's fine. You don't need that. But if you're trying to pretend like a character's in actual danger and I know you would never kill them, there's there's no point. Or like yeah, nothing yeah. would ever actually happen. Um but so two of my favorite series, I would say um The Way of the Shadows by Brent Weeks. It's uh fantasy novels, three three of them. Um again, I think you know, it's it's fun world building, an interesting magic system. Um, like the characters and again it's it's not afraid to uh, kill off characters um, and have actual stakes for things um, I, I don't imagine either of the two of you will ever read this but one of the like things that happens is he gets like this magical ability where he will, will come back to life every time he dies um, but he doesn't understand the power fully until like six reincarnations later mm. when he realizes every time that happens one of his loved ones dies oh, in shit. his place <laughs> um and so again like that's one of those things where it's like okay like great like the, the the main hero gets to be unkillable which is you know its own thing but it's like okay at least there are some stakes for it mm-hmm. there just seem um, to be some consequences yeah or else and then the other one no, i'd say no like uh, Ender's Game and all of the accompanying mm-hmm. novels. Really big fan. Author's a huge dickhead, but put out some Ooh. good books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no... It's so hard to comprehend how he put out those books and is the way he is. There's some fucking crazy people. Like, I'm definitely someone who like is more than happy to stop like reading or watching shit if they're, the creator is someone who I don't like but oh my god I've definitely had a series where I went oh my god after I watched it I'm like that person's a crazy person <laughs> yeah of- I just I just don't understand how he wrote them and yeah. like the perspectives he put which were like so open and accepting and then wasn't that way at all in his real life yeah we're like the, the whole premise is like you know like accepting of all like other species races everything creeds but but not the gays Aliens are yeah. fine. Other religions are fine, every, but not not the gays. No. Yeah. But, like, I watched what? an anime where the 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 series creator is a Holocaust denier, and I was like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never gonna watch anything by that person again. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, for that that big offshoot into books and movies, uh, thank you, medic behind you. 
And uh, oh no, sorry, that was from Synixis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for the email, and uh, good luck in top lane with Aurelia. Yeah, next email is from Medic Behind You. Dearly cast uh, Amumu support, what the actual fuck? Good God, is this shit fun and fucking powerful? Got me to finals of Clash, where it was promptly banned, and me and my friends promptly shit the bed with a god-awful draft into god-awful gaming. But holy shit, nobody can move. Uh, it's almost like Blitz, but you do damage and your ult is relevant. Anywho, despite the advice I got last time, I have not become a high or support OTP. This has been a ramble, but I'm, sh- uh, I'm short Amumu. Uh, I'm sure Amumu is disgusting. Uh, have any of you tried it? And my dog who wrote this, I just penned him for it, says sorry for the long email. Medic behind you. Um, I, well, you're right. A dog probably would play Amumu pretty well. Mm-hmm. I um, <laughs> have played a lot of Amumu support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess not a lot, but enough. I think the, I think he's bad. Um, but I also understand that maybe I had just a sample size of bad games. Um, I, I just don't think he did more than Leona. So it didn't give me reason to play him. Yeah. I, I think a support is really good in the fact that like, he just has enough CC that if you're even remotely good at the character, you're gonna get off like four to five stuns in a fight um now is he the best support in the game no um is he better than other hard cc supports maybe um you're right like i i think leona probably is better but i do think momu is good and i think you can have a lot of success with him um especially i'd say like one of the biggest things is pre-6 his his threat range is way higher than Leona, right? Because mm-hmm. his Q is like twice the range, and he can cast it twice. They did nerf the fuck out of it, though. So it's 140 mana to cast it twice now. Yeah. Which oh, is okay. Like, that that's the big nerf that used to be mm-hmm. 60 cast twice. Now it's 140. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was like the but, biggest thing. Mm-hmm, but still good. Um, yeah, for sure. It's still a P, but yeah. Um, awesome. So yeah, I mean that's that's I think all we have to say about that. He's probably better with the new uh, mythics. <laughs> Yeah, probably. To not only stun their whole team, but get crazy bonus damage. And with uh, Glacial Augment as well. Yeah. yeah. Or, or just play Leona and do the same thing. True. If you're mm-hmm. Nick. Yeah, I mean, um, hey, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Next email is from Ryan. Also, yeah, thank you, Medic, behind you. Uh, so next email from Ryan. Hey, sorry for the foreign language in the subject. I hope you can translate it. Uh, I would ask questions about Arcane, but obviously no spoilers. Uh, first off, do you think there would ever be a buff to the inspiration runes? Uh, I don't see it picked as a main rune mm. hardly ever, in low elo at least, and when I do, it's usually just Glacial Augment. I think it'd be interesting to see more of them used. Next, when you guys play League, do you play together or solo? I feel like when I play alone, I have harder games, uh, but also do better than I play when, when I play with my friends. Uh, if you were to make another arcane-like show based off another game, game what game would that be and finally what do you think are the safest picks for top uh when you pick before the other team so when you first pick top uh sorry for the moderately sized email and the single word of spanish that i need to study for because it's dropping my gpa anyway <laughs> see ya ryan uh, so a bunch of questions here um do you guys think that there would ever be buffs to inspiration runes i mean no because 
I I think the sorry, just real quick. I think the yeah. main power for inspiration lies within the the minor choices rather than the like keystone itself. Um, mm-hmm. So you're taking like a suboptimal keystone that's not you know electrocute or press the attack or something like that because you do get you know magical footwear which is super powerful biscuits which can single-handedly turn a lane um you know uh, approach velocity which just changes the way certain characters play like tremendously um and and you're you're trading the power of having those really really strong uh like minor rune choices off for having a weaker keystone yeah, for sure. And I also think, uh, as he said, like in Lower Yellow, I think um, mm-hmm. inspiration keystones are harder to use in general. Like first strike is a hard re- run to use. Um, oh, yeah. I don't fucking still understand how unsealed spell book works. Uh, <laughs> Glacial is <laughs> definitely the easiest of the three. Mm-hmm. And then if you actually look at the actual, um, not the keystones, but the actual runes, I think all of those are OP. Like, yeah. yeah. There, there's no bad actual one. The bad there, one is like yeah. maybe Futures Market. Like maybe, but even then, I think that's like... like I think it's bad because it's the hardest to use. Future yeah. market, I think, mm-hmm. is OP. I think it's just hard to use. You have to it is. Uh, it is, set yeah. up backs like with 150 gold window in mind. But yeah, I, and I think uh, so. Yeah, I think inspiration definitely like the, the lower yellow seems worse, but it, it is a very good tree. I think the keystones and the rune, like the the whole tree as as a whole, didn't get changed much. But during like the preseason, when they dropped omni stone and we they got first strike you know they buffed glacial like those those were buffs to the inspiration tree so i mean will we see any more from here probably not you know maybe we'll get a change to unsealed spellbook at some point but i think they're probably going to leave it as is because it's just one of those ones that like for the few characters that use it it works just fine and is actually really strong it's just a lot of characters don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, as to the next question, um, do we play together or solo? I think most of us tend to play solo more because mm-hmm. a lot of the league that we do play is ranked solo queue. Um, but we also do play together when we get the chance, whether it be a tournament or clash or yeah. just, you know, for fun, ARAMs or Nexus splits mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but believe it or not, it's easier to find time when I'm free than when me, Nick, and Aiden yeah. are free and want yeah. to play League. <laughs> I also play um, at really weird hours um, sometimes, mm-hmm. so when I, like when I know everyone's busy or not awake. <laughs> Purposely. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, but. So we'll do the, la- the last League question and then go to the longer one, I think. So yeah. safest picks for top lane when your first pick. I mean, I think top there are none. Tom Kent okay, Tom is Kent. You, you, like top Kent, top, like, top lane is literally the lane of counterpicks, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the main thing. Yeah. Um, you just have to play characters that don't get counterpicked. Is like the the reality. Like Tom or, Kent is a great example of a character that does not get counterpicked in the slightest. Or just counterpicked by champions that are really really hard to play. Like I, which yeah, I yeah. I think is still Tom Kent. I think he shits on a lot of the like common top lane like lane bullies, which you know, you could pick into like you, you wouldn't pick Darius into Tom Kent, right? Even though that should be a pretty good lane. Yeah. I hate that lane is Tom Kent, but yeah, it's like, it, it's a little scary for Darius to pick that into him for sure. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like, Oh, you, you might feel comfortable blind picking that into literally any other melee champion in the game, you know? But yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I think, um, Orn is a pretty safe top pick. 
Um, there are, you know, all of it's a spectrum, but I think, yeah, Tom Kench and Oren are, are two of the higher on that end where you can give up a lot, just not trade, go down in CS, and still be effective in the game, right? Even if you're down 100 CS and like a level and a half, two levels on Tom Kench, you can still use your alt to get your AD carry out of Malzahar R. And, yeah, and win the sure. team fight because of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, that being said, then, pick your best character. Uh, I don't uh, think yeah. I, I don't think any one of us is at an elo high enough to worry about like counter picks um, the way that you would see like some streamers or pro, pro players do. Um, mm-hmm. And I I think also how you play it matters way more than who you play. Yeah, exactly. Right, so even if you play an ultra-safe character, let's say Tom Kench in this example, like, but you have no idea how to play Tom Kench because you're an Aurelia main, like, play Aurelia, mm-hmm. just don't go for the tower dive, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, how you play the lane matters way more, and if you can learn how to play weak side or defensive or, you know, low econ, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, if, if you know how to play safely and not die in the lane, you can do that on pretty much any character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, so your final question, uh, a show like Arcane, based off of a different game or game universe. Uh, Aiden, Nick, do you guys have anything off the top of your head? That, yeah, like, sure. I would... um, I'll, I'll toss out, like, one of my favorite, like, game series of all time, if not my favorite. I, I, I think a Dark Souls show would be super sick. Um, I think it would be... I don't know how they would do the protagonist, but everything else is there. I think it would be super sick to see like boss fights in a really like gritty dark style. Um, and then to, to explore some of the lore that isn't explain isn't told to you by the game, but is there would be uh would be really cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Aiden, do you have anything? Not a, nothing off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head also. And I feel like a lot of the games that I really like are roguelikes mm-hmm. and would not lend themselves well to a TV show. Um, but I'm, I'm all for adaptations of really good IP, whether it be a game, a book, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for the email, Ryan. Good luck in the top lane. And on to the next email. Next email is from Harry Spanker. What's up, you fucking gooners? It's your newest bronze one and proud Canadian patron, Harry Spanker. Your podcast looks so bad, I binged everything on Spotify, then pity subscribe to your Patreon. Three questions for you turd burglars. Have any of you uh, had any ideas for featured or custom game modes that haven't been in League before? Uh, number two, if you had to live the rest of your life as a champion and had to be summoned uh, and play in the Rift by other players, who would you choose to be? For example, Yasuo would be a bad choice because you'd die a lot. Thomas Kent would be a good choice because you'd have a dump truck of a booty. Uh, I included a picture of my 10 month old Husky named blue. And he also supports your podcast. Uh, this th- number four, this one and number three aren't questions. Sorry, Colton. I probably confused your, your platinum ass. Uh, you're welcome <laughs> for supporting your content. Keep it up lads. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we've, we've routinely, uh, tossed out really good custom modes or, um, yeah. I've said this a lot combination of custom modes. Um, yeah. Yeah, this question comes up all the time where it's like, 
pitch a new one or you know what's your favorite or if you could make one mm-hmm. there's there's a very very open world of of possibilities with custom game modes yeah. that could be a lot of fun mm-hmm. um i think you know custom game modes as a whole came from the community playing aram so much that they made it a real thing mm-hmm. um right like I think that that was the stem of all custom game modes, right? Was that back in the day, there were there was such a big population of people organizing custom game lobbies to play ARAM. It was that, ARAM, right? Full Metal Shaco, and I think there was one more on uh, Find the Teemo yeah. was like popular. Yeah, Find the Teemo, that was it. <laughs> yeah, those those were the most like those were the big three. But I think mm-hmm. ARAM was ARAM was definitely yeah, it was yeah. And like spawned a scene and eventually a game mode. I do think though some of those other like sub game modes, right? Again, like Riot's never going to let people, I think, build full on custom game maps and stuff like you could yeah. do in StarCraft. But it would be a blast because like you could have like the full Metal Shaco game mode and you just have him like spawn in with like, mm-hmm. you know. 3500 gold level three and you could you know set timers differently on warding trinkets or sweepers or whatever like you could do a lot of the changes necessary to make so many more mini games possible they're not going to do that um unfortunately but there's there's still a lot you can do with base league in terms of custom game modes yeah Thanks for the support. I appreciate it. If uh, there are a couple more questions, if we had to choose oh, a champion, they, the questions confused his master ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we had to choose to be a champion, who would we be? Zillion. Zillion is. A good I can. Oh, I can I, yeet bombs at people. I can run really, really, really fast. And then if I'm ever about to die, I can just make myself revive. I think and I would choose, time. choose to be Echo for similar reasons. I think time I control think, yeah, is definitely the way to do it. Echo is not as cool as Zillion, though. I'd just be Jace because you're just dude, but like powerful but dude. Yeah, <laughs> but just high, dude, yeah. but high. Yeah, hot dude with you have big technology. Yeah. Hot dude for twenty XX. Nice. Uh, and then I think that's it. Yeah, those are the questions. Thank you, Harry. I'm kind of sad that you didn't bring the picture of the husky into the the dock, Nick. You could it go look at our the formatting. Yeah, you can go look I at know. our email <laughs> account. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for the email, Harry Spanker, and on to the next one from Milky. Hey y'all, it's Milky the Nico guy again, but I'm beginning to feel like the name doesn't fit anymore because I pretty much stopped playing Nico in favor of Vex. So let's just get into it. Do any of y'all play some champs you think Riot has forgotten about? Um, yes. <laughs> I obviously feel like the devs have forgotten about Nico, and so it felt this way for some time, but with the release effects, I can't help but feel like I was absolutely right in Nico's case. One of Nico's strongest uh, abilities is her R plus flash or rocket belt, uh, but it's contingent upon having that summoner or the item ready to use. Meanwhile, Vex just gets to R plus W with fear up and her r resets i'm not saying that vex should have been a re a rework to nico like some would say about seraphine and sona but nico is set at sub 50 percent win rate with a less than three percent play rate for almost the entirety of the season and with season 12 quickly approaching i can't help but see her remaining in this state for the entire season 12. 
Another issue I have with how much of a chokehold pro play has on the balance of the league. Uh, I'm not sorry, it simply isn't fair to the majority of players that a champ like Gwen has been at a sub 48% win rate since before Worlds and is still sitting there. And the one thing that has helped her in preseason, Lethal Tempo, has been nerfed. She was at a 46.4% uh, win rate in 11.22, literally went down to 45.7 in 11.23, and at 11.24, she's practically at the same win rate of 45.79. Uh, Gwen has only been put in this position because of pro play, and it simply doesn't make sense to me that you know 0.01% of the player base gets to have such an impact on the balance of the game. If Riot were consistent with following what is good and isn't good in pro play, shouldn't Cat be buffed to be good in that environment? I've held the sentiment since I played Overwatch that the pro players can rot for all I care. They shouldn't have such an influence on the balance that the rest of the player base has to deal with. And if that can't be achieved on the live servers, then pro play should have its own specific server that is balanced according to how champions perform in that environment. Anyway, sorry for the rant, but I'm tired of champs that I've grown to love get uh, either being left in the dust because pro players can't be bothered to use them, or being left with their legs broken because they are apparently too strong in pro play. Well, anyway, have a nice day, boys. Um, I think I have like a pretty good take on that. Like overall, I, like yeah, I, I understand like the sentiment. I just think that the main issue is that even if it wasn't balanced around pro play, it'd be it's trickle down like is the way that like games like this work like people emulate stuff that's good just pro players optimize shit pro players figure mm -hmm. out oh gwen is actually a strong character right and they start playing it right and then people lower than that start playing it because it's good and the people below that start playing it because it's good and people below that start playing it, it's good and at some point it gets lost either through skill either through understanding of why stuff is good that it doesn't fully work that way, right? Like, Gwen is a good character. Gwen was probably the best Lethal Tempo character on release with Lethal Tempo, uh, with the, the rework. But, doesn't mean that everyone at low ELO is playing it, right? Like, I, I think the reality is it doesn't mean Gwen's bad, and, like, Gwen isn't a 45% win rate character. Gwen's a 45% win rate character when she's hard to pilot, uh, and people are playing her, maybe some people aren't even taking lethal tempo on her in lower, lower yellow, mm -hmm. right? Maybe they're just playing her because they, they heard she's good. Maybe they're just playing because she thinks they think she's fun. Um, the reality is, is it trickles down, and I think no matter what, if Riot stopped patching the game right now, pro pro, pro players died out, high elo stopped being as competitive, there still would be stuff that's OP at, uh, pro play that has to get balanced around low elo, because like, it's, it's going to trickle down. If, if I'm a D1 player and I go, holy fuck, Camille's OP, I should learn Camille. Like, that's just how it's going to go. We've seen, what, I think two or three times in all of League of Legends, the game get balanced around low ELO play. And it's weird, man. It's fucking weird. We've seen times where Amoeba has gotten nerfed. We've seen times where Master E's gotten nerfed. And we've seen times where Volibear has gotten nerfed. When these characters were, like, I would say unplayable at high ELO. Mm -hmm. uh, the Yi one is the one I remember the most, where mm -hmm. Yi was, like, a 47% win rate character at, like, anywhere above Platinum. And he obviously terrorizes bronze. I think I think Iron was in the game at the time. He terrorizes bronze, and they nerfed him, right? And if you're a player who's trying to make Yi work at Challenger, and he just doesn't have the like, he doesn't have the stuff in his kit to work, then holy fuck, that feels awful. That your terrible character is getting nerfed because he's too simple at lower lows of play. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Whereas yeah. like the other way around is the character's too difficult, and people can't pile at them at that level. Where 
in theory, you can get better at the character and be able to play that character mm. to a higher level and make them work. Um, but you can't do the rever- reverse. You can't make everyone around you play worse so your character is better, right? Yeah, and, and I think um, that's kind of there, long. There's, de- there's definitely a discussion between like balancing a character by number buffs and nerfs to changing certain mechanics or interactions on the character. Yeah, uh, I, I think one of the you know furthest examples in the opposite direction of what this guy is referencing where a character gets nerfed because they're too good at a high level yeah right like we saw the opposite with riven where the the highest lp player in challenger with like a 57 percent win rate or even higher is a riven one trick and they buffed riven because she was underperforming in low elo um Obviously, the character is very good when piloted properly, and it's just nearly impossible to do that. Um, but again, right, like like you were saying, if the issue is that the person playing it is just making mistakes or not playing the character properly, then like okay, then certain characters are just going to have a lower win rate in in lower elos. That's you know how the game works. Harder characters are harder, um, mm-hmm. and you do have to sometimes take a look at it and say like is their level of difficulty good for the game is it frustrating for players is it realistic to expect that and i think that's the case where like riven was a bit of a problem because even up to like master plus she still had a a sub 50 win rate but then like five players on the server are ridiculous at her you know okay well Hmm. maybe there's a problem with that that character's kit then um but in general, I mean, esports is a big deal. They want to have good competitive games. And if the issue is that, like, when a character is played very, very well and people are able to communicate in a competitive environment, they're too strong. Like, just because that's not the case in most solo queue games, I don't think it's wrong to balance around that. Yeah, I mean, like, every game is going to work like that Like that gets played. I mean, literally everything, even games that aren't competitive. When I used to play The Calling a bunch, I fucking love The Calling, um, I, there was metas where the, the weapons that hit really hard were OP, and that's because someone who's obviously good at the game figured this out, and then other people started mm-hmm. copying it. And me, as someone who didn't like using these weapons, because I like the, like, little tiny attack weapons that hit fast, I went wow, this fucking blows that the game's being balanced around this because, like, one person found this is OP and then everyone's doing it. But it's like, that's just how games work. People like to win and they'll play whatever they can to do well. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think like, the best example of this is, like, card games online. Um, yeah. Where I... That, that actually turned me off to, like, PvP in Runeterra is that I played against the same decks when the game first came out. It was always, like, Elise Aggro or No Champion Aggro. And yeah. it's because someone figured out, oh, okay, there's just not enough like AOE like board clear to to respond to this like level of pressure, and it ends the game the fastest. So this is the optimal way to climb. And then it just mm-hmm. sort of trickled down to where, oh, if I need to climb, I need to play aggro. And I think that's just like what is happening here. You know, if we if if we see like. I don't know. Oriana gets popular in pro play. Guess who is going to see an uptick in solo queue? It's going to be, you know, Oriana. Starting at high elo and t- uh, like trickling down to lower elo. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the execution on that character is going to go down as well. Like there's going to be everybody playing the Oriana, but you're going to start seeing, you know, poor choices in keystones or the wrong 
mythic or just you know missing r's or not optimizing q placement like that 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 being said i do want to touch on something that uh milky brought up i i legitimately do think riot forgets about certain characters sometimes oh there's absolutely no reason why some characters should be receiving like adjustments every single patch to get them more or less balanced and other characters haven't received changes in three or four years. There's absolutely no reason that yeah. they can't have a computer, you know, do some of these balance changes. Oh, the computer is telling us that Alawi needs one extra HP per level. You know, let's yeah. go ahead you and can have micro changes how it goes. Patch. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I wish they would do that. And even if they released it as like a, you know, if they did, you know, like significant patch and then like micro changes where they do tiny things like that. Um, I, I think a lot of characters could use very small adjustments like that, like one or two health per level, or we've reduced the mana cost of this ability by five, mm-hmm. or we've taken half a second off the cooldown, or, you know, the, the scaling went from 0.3 to 0.35, right? Little things just to kind of see. And there's a ton of characters that just get no changes mm-hmm. right nico i think is a really good example that hasn't really been changed or looked at probably in a fat minute uh when i was first reading through this zillion hasn't had highly significant changes in quite a while mm-hmm. um he's a strong character so like I, i'm not in the unfortunate side of that bucket where it's like a character i really like isn't viable in the game mm-hmm. is weak and forgotten <laughs> yeah um but i mean yeah there there are certainly many many characters mm-hmm. that riot just doesn't touch and i i do think pro play has something to do with it right like it, characters who see a lot of pro play are going to get continually adjusted and ones who don't probably aren't that's why we don't see balance changes for Ilawi like ever right because nobody's playing it and while they have numbers for the account you know for all of the solo games that where she is in it it's just you're not going to see it in yeah yep thanks milky so, hopefully thank uh you. hopefully they look at Keanu, or, uh, um nico soon i don't know why i couldn't <laughs> figure it out what what character yeah. they were talking about um Next one is from Jonathan Isolade Johnson. Ayo lads and mates, I just wanted to mention, in case you didn't know, you probably knew, that the Rift Quest skins are based on Dungeons and Dragons stereotype, and each character in that skin line is playing, in quotations, a D&D role, such as Archer Twitch and Assassin Talon. Speaking of Talon skins, why does Talon always get shafted? There are three main assassins mid, Kiana, Talon, Zed. Zed gets everything. I get it. I really do. He's flashy, popular, and skillful. But why does he get Galaxy Slayer, Dark Star, a Prestige skin, a PSYOP skin, and now recently a sick-looking Debonair skin, whilst Talon gets a fucking D&D skin? Let's go. What's next? <laughs> Dombringer Prestige Deluxe Edition Zed and Potato Peeler Talon? Sorry for the email. Potato um, Peeler Talon would be so <laughs> sick. <laughs> but give my boy Talon some justice, man. Jonathan Isolate Johnson. Well, out of principle, I can't support you because you're a disgusting Talon player. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's why Talon doesn't get any cool skins. It's because Talon players don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of what you've done. But I, I think you yeah. touched on it is popularity. You know, popular <laughs> champions s- sell skins. So when Riot is making business decisions for particular skin lines, I'm sure artists pitch Ari and Lux and, and champions like that 
for these skin lines because they fit pretty well in a generic sense. Um, and it's going to guarantee that they sell to some degree. Uh, Zed gets all the skins because he's got two blade arms and Talon only has one. But mm-hmm. So oh. two blades is way cooler and deserves more skins. Talon has some really sick skins. I need to, to pull them up because I don't play the character. But he has some some really, really good-looking skins. Uh, I mean, Enduring like, Sword is one of the best-looking ones. Um, yeah. I mean, Blood Moon Talon is really cool. Boy, he hasn't gotten a lot of skins. <laughs> oh, Samsung, Samsung White Talon is sick. Okay, but that skin is from like seven years ago. It in is. From, it's from six years ago. Thank you very much. Uh, but it is really sick. Also, I think it was limited. So I don't Crimson know Elite is pretty sick anymore. too. Um, but I, right, I understand. Like, fucking skins. <laughs> no, he doesn't get skins like Galaxy Slayer, Dark Star. I, I mean, he, he is right in that in that sense. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it's popularity. At the end of the day, popular characters mm-hmm. are going to sell more skins. Wow, Renegade yeah. Talon might have the worst splash art in the game. Holy shit. Is that the Michael Jackson one? Is that what it's supposed to be? No. Okay, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking of his dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is, like, that's the one where he has like oh. some thick boots, though. God, yeah. that's that splash is so bad. It's awful. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean that's unfortunate, but again, it it's really hard. I I think to be making skins evenly for all the characters and like nick but, was saying like there's a reason certain ones just get a lot more um hopefully we'll see a, a new good talent skin or maybe some reworks of uh renegade and crimson talon maybe um that would be that'd be nice if those got mm-hmm. a little little visual update sweet thanks jonathan yeah next email from parge parge yes uh, Haley Cast, it's Pards. I set up the goal to play at least 100 ranked games this season. I don't think even in my last three years combined I've played 100 games. What are some things you guys do to help encourage you to keep playing ranked? Also, this is a kind of trivia thing again. Last week I thought it was funny when nobody knew what Rift Quest was. So I decided instead of naming skins and you guessing the champions, I would ask if you could name all the champions or skins in the day job skin line. Keep in mind, this is what Riot puts as the same set of skins under the collection tab. There are 15. So hopefully you guys aren't looking at this one. Yeah, Nick and I read it already, which we kind of ruined it, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. well, but so there's really, a lot. That, yeah, that's we, way we more can, than I expected. We can go through it and then, and then talk about like which ones we would have expected and, and not expected. Yeah. Yeah, so these are the 15 skins in the day job skin line. Boom Boom Blitzcrank. Nope. <laughs> Corporate Mundo. Yep. I yeah. would put, yeah. yeah. Firefighter yeah. Tristana. Mm-hmm. Forecast mm-hmm. Janna. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hazmat Heimerdinger. Nope. <laughs> uh, Matador Alistar. I <laughs> love that as a, as a, like a day job yeah. thing. He's a Matador. Yeah, oh, yeah I'm, a, I'm a bullfighter by day. Yeah, oh, he is my the day bull. job. <laughs> Uh, prestigious LeBlanc. Nope. And what even is that? Prestigious yeah. isn't a job title. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's the one where she's dressed up like a like circus magician. Oh, oh sense, I, I guess, see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Prime time Draven. Yeah. Sailor Gangplank. <laughs> Ooh. Angler Jacks. <laughs> yeah. Black Belt Udir. I'm a. 
Sure. I'm a black belt by profession. I think his yeah. day job is being like a scary like mountain man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fisherman Fizz, Groovy Zillion. Okay. <laughs> that's his job is being groovy. Yeah. And Lumberjack Scion. Okay. Yeah, most of those are day jobs. There's a couple of weird ones though. Yeah. But that's awesome. crazy. Thank you, Pards. Um, what are some I things that now. we sorry that we can help encourage you to play ranked? Um, oh, I mean, I, yeah. ranked. I think I, I think like so. I personally think I, I think we all hold this opinion um, that ranked is like the highest quality league that you're going to play. Mm-hmm. So even if you lose, you know, you still wind up with a lot of like really really good quality games that you can glean a lot of information to learn from and and like have fun playing against people that are at your skill level. Um, but if you want to get to a specific goal, I mean, the easiest way is to, to do it just setting a, 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 a schedule, you know, if you, if you want to reach 20 or a um, hundred ranked games in a season, I don't know, aim for like three to five games a week, every week. And, and that's probably the best way to sticking to a goal and, and achieving it like that. I mean, if you went three to five, if you did three games a week, you're at 150. Um, well, it, it doesn't last the whole season. Yeah. It's about 10 months. So this, it's not a full year. That, so that's about 40 weeks. Mm-hmm. That being yeah, I mean, said, I, I would also say, you know, break that into other more manageable kind of chunks if that if that helps for you. So let's say it was three games a week, right? Maybe I, and, and probably you don't want to do this if your goal is to do well and rank. You wouldn't want to say, like, play one game every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday and play a single <laughs> yeah. game. Like, say, okay, you know, twice a month on, like, a, a Saturday or a, an off day, I'm going to play five or six games, right? And then, like, you'll hit that because I, I think that that's, again, pretty approachable to say, okay, well, you know, two weekends this month i'm gonna you know play league for a couple hours um but however it works for you um other than that i mean yeah just make it you know if that's a goal for yourself make sure to maintain it as a goal for yourself and hold yourself accountable yeah if it's an actual goal, you'll strive to do it. If not, you can't just like set goals that you don't care about, though. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how the body works. You want to gotta want stuff. Like hitting diamond for the race to diamond is a goal for us, right? And then hitting our peak is another goal for us, right? Like there's just goals that we have that we actually pretty. I would say we strive to hit. And that's like mm-hmm. the main thing. So or or not ending the season in plat, where yeah. then I I put in like three hundred an unhealthy amount of weeks. League of Legends. Y- yeah. So, yeah, right. But it's like. If, if there is something you really want to do, you mm-hmm. will make it a priority um, yeah. and and abuse Corky and Kenan. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pards. Yep. Uh, our last email is from Madden Mox. Hello, LeeCast friends. Hey, guys. Uh, Madden Mox here. No sad email this week. I just want to throw out there that I was the mental wizard that called out the Aurelia 2v1 in the ARAM uh, tournament. Uh, also, I would like to say that I've officially reached 3 million mastery points on Thresh. 
That puts me about 200,000 points outside of top 50 players in the world, but I will get there. Now for my answer to the roundtable question. I feel like I'm very good at vision control. Normally average uh, a vision score of around 120 if the game goes 25 minutes or plus uh, or higher. Uh, And now I have a question. I have recently learned that my girlfriend is a Katarina Katarina one trick and one of the better ones, even though I'm sorry. And one of the better ones I've seen even through Diamond, but she has never played ranked due to ranked anxiety. Uh, Any tips on trying to get her out of her shell? Uh, She wants to play ranked, but she is just nervous. I even made an alt account to play with her, but she isn't biting yet. Sorry for the book I wrote with all the love in the world, Madden Mox. Just you queue up in the game for her and don't tell her if it's a normal game or a ranked game. I was... the. Unironically, <laughs> that was going to be to be my answer. Like, invite yeah. her to a lobby, change the game mode when like she's not looking or <laughs> when she's not ready, and then like at the end of it, win or or loss, may, maybe not loss, but I don't know. Say like, oh, I guess it was a ranked game, you know, and and like, oh, it was it was pretty easy. Or <laughs> I, I I don't know if she doesn't want to play. If she doesn't want to play ranked like it's it's gonna be hard because uh, so a lot of there's, the, there's, no, there's also no need right if she doesn't want to play ranked she doesn't have to yeah, yeah. She, a lot of the questions and emails we get are like i want to play ranked but i'm pretty scared like what do i do but mm-hmm. if this person doesn't want to play ranked then i don't yeah. know yeah I mean, have you guys so ever... he does say that she wants to play ranked but it's just nervous and, and so that that i think would be oh that's the, true yeah the easiest way to go about it um again like if if there's a way I, I think honestly like for like someone else to queue up for the game for her and then she just goes in not knowing if it's a normal mm-hmm. game or rank game probably um, yeah. right and then like also address some of the issues like if she's worried about getting flamed mute all chat mute pings um if she's worried that like she's not going to perform as well you know that's a little bit of a harder one to address where it's like okay well give it a try and see and and maybe that fear is valid and maybe you don't perform well and ranked and you know it's it's not a good feeling to lose games but like just kind of trying it and doing it is the general advice we give Mm -hmm. for ranked she just has to jump in once you start it, it goes away um like again none of us experience any ranked anxiety going into a ranked game like i'll i will start with ranked games after having been off of league of legends for like two and a half months and knowing that i'm gonna show up and be terrible at the game mm-hmm. why because every game is a ranked game there isn't a different game type and remind- so look who's the only game mode <laughs> remind her that or express to her that it's a marathon not a sprint this one game that you guys are going to queue up for doesn't really mean a ton in the grand scheme of things uh especially if if you're if you're playing more than 100 games in a season you know if you're playing 10 games yeah maybe um but if you actually plan on playing ranked like to to anything beyond just your placements that one game doesn't mean anything yeah so. And um, what you should also do is tell her that if she makes it to diamond, you'll get her a diamond because girls love shiny True. things, right, Nick? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that the good advice we should? We should I mean, I think it's great advice. 
yeah. uh, and with that advice that brings us to the end of the show thank you guys so much for listening if you want to send us an email it is mail at leadcastpodcast.com on twitch we are twitch.tv slash bluebasket and slash leadcastfrost you can tweet at us at leadcast on facebook we are leadcast visit our website leadcastpodcast.com join our discord server discord.gg forward slash leadcast and finally support us on patreon patreon.com forward slash leadcast thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week goodbye bye, bye.